Are you feeling overwhelmed by all the New Year's resolutions you want to fulfil in 2021? Today on the Career After COVID podcast, Kim and I will give you our top tips for how to plan for the year ahead so that you can stay calm, achieve real success and happiness and reach a realistic set of career goals. Welcome to the Career After COVID podcast, where you'll get actionable ideas to survive the pandemic and economic downturn and take your career to the next level when it's over. Here's our co-hosts, Fleur Hull and Kim Karolievich. Hi, Kim. Hey, Fleur. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I can't believe we're saying that. I know. I know. So this is season two of the podcast. It is, isn't it? Yeah, this is season two, episode one. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. Season two, episode one. That's insane. I know. Amazing. We did like 23, I think, in season one. Yeah. We should have our own Netflix series soon. Oh, <laughs> imminent. You know, you're always going through all the seasons. You watch something and you binge yeah. on it and you're like, oh, my God, there's another season. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing is they only do like a dozen or a handful. Yeah. So so we've, we've got a lot of content now. We <laughs> And a lot more to come. <laughs> what's uh, what's on your mind today? How how are things going? I guess we should give uh, give the listeners a bit of an update. Our last episode for last year was talking about the book. Yeah, and absolutely. As we record this in the first week of January 2021, we were supposed to be reunited in person. <gasps> I know. I was so looking forward to it. We were reuniting in Sydney, me from Queensland, you from WA in Sydney. Wasn't to happen. Wasn't to happen. Heaps on. I know. It's crazy. I know. It would have been fantastic too, like a couple of days, four days or so in Sydney catching up, but we'll have to put it on the back burner. (laughs) Try again. I just, I think I pinned a lot of hope on those four days and the planning we were going to do and the content creation and, um, you know, as you know, my kids were going to be with their father in Sydney for two weeks. So I I felt like I had a lot of um, possibility for for really good productivity. Um, But, um, yeah, we just roll with it, don't we, like this whole pandemic. Exactly. I think that's the interesting part, isn't it? Like it's very, it's almost quite difficult to stay on track sometimes with goals um given the pandemic and the things that occur but I guess that's the idea isn't it like how can we best achieve goals in this environment and that's I guess what we're talking about the whole time isn't it with COVID yeah. so yeah. yeah exactly and um yeah you, you just the unpredictability of it I think exactly. you, know, you can't get wedded to feeling in control can you because that's it, yeah. it out of our control yeah and that's probably a good thing in some regards, right? Like, because we do get really attached to control of our our lives in the past. And now, if anything, we're kind of learning this new skill in being adaptable and ready for change at a moment's notice. So still stings a bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Although I think it's really bad in Sydney today, so that's one thing. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So I guess, uh, yeah, we're talking about like every podcast in the world this week. Yeah. 
talking about the year ahead or or what what's gone down in the year just gone um and yeah I, I guess I wanted to you know catch up with you on on what we're planning what we're uh I guess setting in terms of our objectives and our um plans yeah for the for the year ahead um but also to just go through some of the mindset stuff at this point in the year because I think one of the things I've really struggled with since the 1st of Jan, yeah, the overwhelm from the possibilities of that this year holds. Yeah. I think that's the beauty of being tripped up in some ways already this year by the pandemic, just yeah. reminding myself not to get too attached yeah the possibilities because I um yeah I just it's really hard to stay focused when you're putting so much stock in what the year in advance has and that's where yeah. I so I've I've got I must have about 12 different ideas yeah. you know there's the whole career after COVID thing and that's yeah. probably got five or six little categories within it that I want to pursue. Yeah. And then, you know, I listen to all these other podcasts and read all these articles and then come up with all these other things that could possibly work as well, which is just mad because, you know, it's, yeah, it's just my brain. I think I just want to keep thinking of new ideas and, and, um, and ways to, to make a difference. I think that's still a good thing though, like having like such an active mind as you do, Fleur, and it's kind of like innovative thinking. So they're all kind of like really nice creative thoughts that, you know, whether you pursue those specifically or not, just the act of having that creative thinking kind of um, kind of feeds the projects you are working on too. I think it's really important really people that... to hear, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good to have all that colour. Do you know what I mean? I think it's really good to have a lot of colour going on, not just, you know... I, I tend to be everything or nothing, so I have to find a balance in the middle uh-huh. somehow. Because, um, yeah, I had like about 12 things and then I've scaled that down to about five. And today I had a very strange day. I've scaled it to about two. Great. I've literally gone. How you, you do that? What was this? What was the secret? Um, <laughs> I think it was just, you know, knowing that last year I had, it was a very topsy turvy year, yeah. but then it was still topsy turvy, and that every year I am a little bit like that, like so many things I'm trying to achieve. Um. And then this year I just want to really, really succeed at a few things that I've really honed in on. Um, and I've realised I need to cut a few things out of my life for a while to um, give myself that space. Because you know what it's like, a day comes and you go, I'll go and do this and then I'll go and do that. And then, and then I've got the whole day to work on this business idea. And you don't, you have two hours left, yeah. right? So I'm like, no, I'm getting rid of all the other things now. So I, I, I don't know, I've become quite firm and strict with my um I guess I do quite a lot of meditation and everything these days as well and it's given me some clarity and I really can say that I was never a big meditator I loved the law of attraction and that kind of stuff but meditation I found really difficult but um it's one thing I've discovered and you know the different ways to meditate and it's actually given me 
some clarity and focus. For the first time in my life, I would actually say. Wow. To you. <laughs> so I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. So it's been quite good. So I'm share some of those um, ideas on how you go about that on the uh, in the show notes. Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Hmm. Uh, my my strategy is um, is I'm now getting back into my night before planning. Oh yeah, good. You talk about this in the book, right? That uh-huh. you on a Sunday night you mm. actually really go through what what the week ahead has in store and then mm-hmm. each night I'm really trying to lock down times for things that I can work on various things yeah that's, that's good that's what I'm trying to do but but to be honest the the impetus for me uh focusing and actually narrowing down what I've got going on has sort of been a little bit of a meltdown in the last few days. I understand that and I think I had the meltdown and then I got to two things. So I think in some strange cosmic way we were meant to meet up face-to-face and have an experience, but I think we've probably had some kind of cosmic spiritual alignment anyway, even though we're on the other side of Australia to each other because 100% is exactly what I did yeah. um, in that way too, kind of like a bit of a meltdown, yeah. but then I've sort of come out the other end. Isn't it so, a crisis, you know, how it, yeah. even just a 10-minute, you know, attack of, of emotion or whatever, just yeah. reframes things. Yeah. I think a good cry is a bit of a good cleanse, isn't it? <laughs> it's just to sit down. Look, the listeners are probably going mad now, but just to sit down with you in Sydney and just sit in a room and just cry for 10 or 15 minutes. Just let yes. it 2020. <laughs> I think so. I, I think and it's one of those. The book have said that to me, that, that they yeah. didn't realise that they hadn't grieved until yeah. they were book. And yeah. then in the, in the early, the mindset chapter around just actually allowing yourself to just grieve what's gone. Yep, just sort of sit with it. Yeah, and the other one, and I, I don't know if we put it in the book, but um, there's this tendency that we have to want to explain our feelings. Oh, I'm feeling anxious, angry, mad, and then, but someone was saying to me, um, someone that we have in common, a very fabulous therapeutic interventionist that we both adore. Um, was telling me, she said the English language is very limited in terms of the way we can describe our emotions and feelings, in fact. So, and and that was great because sometimes you're sitting with these feelings and then you get all sort of like flustered and stressed out over not being able to name what you're feeling. And the fact is maybe there isn't a name for what you're feeling. You know, it's a mishmash of so many things. So it's kind of more of a matter of just sit with it and feel it. Don't try and overanalyze it and name it. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 So true. How we set up our language. And it reminds me yeah. of the seminal resource that that amazing life coach that we have in Yes. Yes. Susan. Yes. Okay. Um, actually told me about probably more than 10 years ago now and it's called get out of your mind and into your life and oh wow yeah and um i've probably mentioned it before but i thoroughly recommend it to the listeners it's just mm. a 
amazing textbook for life because it's um, it's about assessing your values, which we've talked about a fair bit along the way. But mm. also in the early chapters, it talks about how even as in our early childhood, how language shapes how we feel about things and how we're yes. not trying to name things. Yes. Yes. That's so true. It's so true. And and it's also funny, isn't it, because we, we as individuals, name things slightly differently. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's really hard to convey and communicate sometimes what we're feeling to other people. And the, and the point maybe is that you don't actually need to. <laughs> so. Yeah. Don't give yourself that added stress too of trying to explain yourself. So, yeah, yeah, yeah I think it's two or whatever the um, whatever comes next after the book. You know, I think, yeah, um, moving more into that stuff we've talked about acceptance and commitment therapy, and that's oh. really what this book is about. Is that I love that. Yeah, radical acceptance, all that stuff. Yeah, which which I just um, it it didn't get in into the book as much as I would have liked. Yeah, but it it it. it will right coming up because it is life-changing stuff I think radical acceptance and yeah acceptance and but yeah I I really do I'm a a huge believer and follower of it so I think it's amazing yep fantastic now um as for the um the goal setting and all of that one of the things that I've been playing around with in my mind is how much emphasis and this has led to my own overwhelm um, and just to digress, I heard a great quote about overwhelm. Overwhelm is an abundance, is is the consequence of abundance. So, yeah. again, you have to just accept overwhelm and say, well, at least I'm overwhelmed. I not- have choices. Yeah. It's a privilege to have choices. Yeah. I know. It's really, it's crazy, yeah. isn't it? But it's, <laughs> it's yeah. hard as it is. It, yeah. it is a privilege. It is, absolutely. Um, but part of, you know, this whole sort of overwhelm of choice is I think the pressure we put on ourselves to succeed, and that's what I've been feeling since New Year's Day, is, mm. like, well, 2020 is over now, that worst year ever, which actually it wasn't. I mean, we were so lucky here, particularly in WA. I think you guys mm. are in Queensland as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, oh, 2021 is when it's really going to happen. <laughs> and then there's all that pressure. Seed. Oh. Mm. And you get paralysed. Yeah. So I've been yeah. thinking about just actually the goal is to just start. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Fail if that's what it means. And, and we have kind of lived that journey, haven't we, and, and manifested. Yes. We started the podcast. Mm. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Was that last March? March, April, yeah. God, was it? Oh, seems like years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. And you wrote the book. So, yep. you know, like, uh, yeah, we do have to give ourselves a little hat tip yeah. to, to the fact we did do that. But I think now the pressure is like, okay, well, what's next? And yeah. I'm just going to remind myself to just try stuff. Yeah, yeah. I um. Just on that, you know how I'm starting my denim, secondhand denim business, right? And it's really going to just be on women's denim. But I had a whole lot of men's denim, right? And I thought, well, this is great. I'll just test some ideas and strategy 
where the best place to sell is and, you know, I'll get some like Instagram and, you know, some Facebook boosts going on and blah, blah, blah. So I, I started putting my product up, this secondhand men's denim and started going, right, that's done. And now I'm going to start thinking about, you know, which one will I boost, which one will I go. I sold all the stock before I could implement any marketing strategy. Out of the men's yeah, No. So the it was or like, the men's or both? All the men's is gone. Is this I mean, the like um, used boyfriend or whatever it is or ex-boyfriend? Oh, ex-boyfriend forever, right? So that was just a test. Again, it was just a, a little bit of a market test. It's but so I really crap. didn't get a chance to test anything because I sold everything. <laughs> so it was amazing. So I think I've got one pair left, but I think I might give those to Goodwill. But um, so it was fascinating, right? So it's an absolute example. Oh, yeah, it was. It was just like, so just bloody start. <laughs> Don't yeah. overthink it. I mean, if I had have overthought it and thought too much about the actual strategy and where I was going to do my social and everything, I'd still be thinking about it. But instead, I put the product out there and then, and I've got so much feedback, right? Feedback. Do you have this? Oh, do you have that in another colour? Will you be getting more? Can you post it? Can you send it? Where's the women's stuff? It was just insane. So, Hang on, this is just on Instagram. No, this was just, okay, so I tried a few different avenues, right? Instagram, eBay, Facebook, Yeah. right? The only place I sold was Facebook. Marketplace? Marketplace and also on specific groups, specific to the type of, you know, denim, like whoever would be like the cowboy denim style, whatever. It was unbelievable. I've made insane connections with people who I'm now going to like partner and do a few little things with. Like, so I am, and it's not even like the main thing that I actually want to do, but in just kind of like hell, let's just get this stuff out there and see what happens and what works and doesn't work. And and it kind of just had a life of its own. So absolutely just bloody do it. <laughs> it's my it's Good. like a, yeah, and that was mind blowing. I'm talking in the space of a week and a half. So I was literally running to the post office on Christmas Eve to get packages in the post because people had already paid me. They were giving me the money before I even set, sold the product, you know, sent the product. Like it was just, I mean, these are secondhand jeans. Some were new. One of the cool ones was though that I, I had some new, like they're called cowboy cut Wrangler, like so lots of you know, horse riding men wear them. So I sold a pair to this bloke and I knew he was a saddle maker and he came back to me and said, oh, Kim, you know you've got that other pair. And I went, yeah, he goes, I don't suppose you'd think about swapping those for a pair of spur straps, would you? So they're the straps you put your spurs on your boots with. So I've got this custom-made pair of spur straps that I traded in old cowboy style, you know, with this bloke. And and then I've made this connection with one of the most legendary horse families in Australia. And it was just, and I could just keep the, the stories of how it all worked oh and the God, feedback from imagine. women. Oh, it was insane. Ultimate yeah. niche marketing, yeah, it, whatever. It was just, and it was and it was niche because now I sort of know men's denim, kind of cowboy, this is where it sells. Don't even worry about these other platforms. It's specifically the Facebook. But with other styles, it'll be something else. So it's so segmented, like it's way more than you kind of think it will be. It's it's it was just 
It was hilarious. I'm going, yeah, stop fucking buying. <laughs> I need you to know go what my problem is now? I want to get off this call and yeah. go down to the big op shop hub near me. Yeah. And look for all these jeans for you to sell. Oh, they're amazing. So, and I have keep my problem because it's not my niche. I know, I know. I do it because it's exciting. It's hilarious. And now people just come, friends come over and they, they come over, they just hand me a bag of jeans because I'll do like a consignment sale for them. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm actually wanting to set up a platform so they can do their own buy, sell and a few other strategies around it. But it's just been hilarious in terms of just this quick cash flow coming in while I'm running other part, you know, trying to create the more tech eds of the business. So, um, yeah, so I'm not, this episode has taken a whole different um, turn, but this is amazing. Oh, We've got to do it's more. Yeah, sorry, but it's just um, been extraordinary. So it's just when you sort of said start, don't overthink it. And I'm like, oh, no, start, just start, because you do not know where it's going to land, believe me. It, it, it's amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> I know it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Awesome. I know. Okay, <laughs> so I don't want this. Um, episode to run too much over time. Yeah. But what I'm going to do is go through the list that I have yep. over the last 10 years of the questions I ask myself. Oh, yeah. To frame my plans for the year ahead. Yeah, cool. And then I'll post them in the show notes. And, and can you just chime in if you've got your little Yeah, 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 sure. So um, rather than, you know, everyone says, oh, I'm going to lose weight this year or I'm going to get fit or I'm going to stop smoking or whatever. Was that a duck I just heard quacking? Oh, not at my place, no. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> it must have been a noise. If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck flirt. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> be <laughs> <Steady> walking. <laughs> what do I want to look back on and be proud of this year? Mm. I just think that's a nice way to think about, you know. And so for me, looking back on 2020, it's mm-hmm. the the resilience, not that I planned this, but the mm-hmm. resilience, you know, for want of a better term, the pivoting, unprecedentedness. Mm-hmm. Yes. Half <laughs> in the book that yep. we just did it, right? Yeah. I think that's a lesson for me at least that, yeah, just getting out there and doing stuff. I want to look back and be proud of of doing yeah doing something that that I didn't expect to do and that that put me got me out of my comfort zone. Absolutely, and and pushing you past that, you know, like the self belief. Like I'd love to do it, but can I really do it? And it's like you know what, I'm just going to give it a red hot go because what the hell. <laughs> You well, know? I think the other thing is, and we've talked about this along the way, and we're living examples of it, actually having a buddy or a mentor or someone. I oh, think absolutely. It's really hard to do it on your own. Yeah. I, I, I think that's so true. Having someone that you sort of commit to, to do stuff with, and someone that's almost like accountability. And yeah, I, I do. I think it's a really good thing. Yeah. yeah. The next one is. Yeah, what is the most important thing for me to learn this year? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is an ongoing one for me um, and I just try and get better at you. It's around my parenting, just being yeah. consistent, um, more separation of work and family time mm-hmm. and um, less guilt. Yeah. Around 
So, you know, my children would have been with their father for two weeks. Yeah. Because they're here with me, I've had to put them in holiday care to get work done. And that just fills me with guilt. Oh, I see. Yeah. You know, and it's, which is ridiculous because they're in this amazing, structured, supported, hilarious, fun, engaged day instead of being at home with me, which they think they want to be. Mm. But then they'd just be, I'd have to get them sitting on their iPads and, and devices. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think about it. Yeah. Um, how will I step out of my comfort zone this year? So for me, it's expressing my ideas and sharing my experiences more in public. Oh, good. The podcast is one bit of it, but I think more of that, speaking to groups, that sort of thing I want to do more of. Yeah. Uh, Who are the most important people to me and how can I let them know? And it's just always my family and friends and more quality, undistracted time with them. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. what will I do to stretch my mental capacity this year? I want to write a column for a publication. Oh, good. Even if it's just a local newspaper about careers and stuff. That would be fantastic, yeah. That's well, a good one. I had to do it when I first got back to Perth. Yeah. So that's two years ago now. Oh, wow. So, you know, a lot of these kind of carry over. Writing a book <laughs> carried over for eight years and then I finally got it done last year. So, yay, COVID. COVID. <laughs> now, this one is it's a really important one for me to do something more about this year. What is already in my power to do that will make the world a better place? Mm. And advocacy and action for victims of coercive control in a oh, wow. situation. Kim, it is going on everywhere and no yeah. one is calling it domestic violence or domestic abuse. Yeah. I am seeing it everywhere. Yeah. I wrote that book, I might have told you, Jess Hill, See What You Made Me Do. Oh, I know, yeah. Oh. No, I've just, I've really got to do something about it because people, yeah. people these women or these kids are not being hit or physically mm. abused. Mm. No one thinks it's abuse. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Now, that's another one of my little, not little, big, but, you know, things I want to get done. Mm. Oh, brilliant. Um, A secret dream I want to make happen this year is is make money online. Absolutely. Career staff or an e-commerce sort of thing or something. And what will I regret not doing this year? Not making money online. (laughs) (laughs) I I think everyone should have that on their list because it's like, (laughs) The opportunity is just so 2021. Do you know what I mean? It's so oh, normal for us now. Like, I want to help people to do. Yeah. I want to razzle up the people who are unemployed and go yeah. have a chat. Let's sit in a room, a hall, however many of them you are, and let's find ways to make money online. What's your, what do you love? What are your skills? Let's do it. Yeah, because it would be quite extraordinary, like, and if a few of them bunched together with different skill sets and different views of the world, what they could come up with, you know, it'd be quite extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, um, you know, it's, it's online shopping, online, everything, you know, like, you know, when it's booming, when Australia post changes their parcel shipping rates from weight to like size dimensions now. So once something was like $12 to send, if it's actually like, you know, weighs five grams but it's like a metre long, 
you're going to pay about $40. You know, like I, I just was like, oh, wow, they've, they've jumped in on it. You can see there's an opportunity when they've changed their whole, you know, pricing structure. So, you know, yeah. bought all of those Cartier watches for the executive. Oh, that's right. That's right. Anything that stand out to you? I think about, I think really the sort of what will you, um, things that you want to do that pushes you out of your comfort zone. And I, I just know from this year too, I need to learn to ask for help a little bit more, right? Oh, yeah. Not feeling like I should be the font of all knowledge. You know, I'm at this age. I should know that. I shouldn't have, you know, there's that ego attachment to that. So I need that. But also definitely the online stuff and looking back and going, I started this year with all of this momentum. I want to make sure I gave it a red hot go and and put aside, as I said before, that kind of self-doubt, you know, like that little voice going, oh, you won't be able to do that. Like just really, really crush that little, that little, that little bitch Kim in my head yeah. <laughs> and, and just go, just put the blinkers on, head down, ass up, go. That's it. Get started. Five, four, three, two, one. That's it. Boom. Go. Exactly. It's a good one. I think it's going to be a year of that because we don't know, right? Like, so we've got hindsight from 2020. I don't think 2021 is going to be particularly that much better. We'll all sort of, even if it does sort of turn around, we'll be getting back into, oh, well, now we've got to get back to normal and that takes a while. So, yeah, I think. Run out. And Sorry? That, the government benefits are going to get cut Absolutely. off. Absolutely. They're yeah. a lot of our our survival as, as an economy. Exactly. So, yep, the time is They're now. Not by the end of the year as much no. as they, what did I see? That the, 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 um, for us all to be vaccinated, I think they need to do 170 or 17,000 a day in Australia. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, and that's if everyone wants to get it done. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, 2021. Let's do it. On that note? On that note? In the show notes? Yep, beautiful. I'm really looking forward to uh, to chatting with you again for Season 2, Kim. Oh, Season 2, here we come. Yep, let's I'll get a new hairdo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All okay. Right. Thanks Take so care. much. See you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Career After COVID podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes and check out more tips and ideas at careeraftercovid.com.